For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Well, hey, how about we start this all over again? We've had one seven-inning game, now getting ready for our second seven-inning game here on a Friday night in downtown Salt Lake City. Jason Shepard with you here at Smith's Ballpark, BYU and Utah, a fall scrimmage on Friday the 13th of October. Uh, Let's get you starting lineups, and our starting lineups are brought to you by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires. Big O Tires is the team you trust. All right, for the BYU Cougars, leading off number four in center field is Crew McChesney, batting second in left field. Number 11, Riker Scowl, batting third. Number five, defensively at shortstop, is Crew Robinson. The cleanup hitter, number 17 at third base is Easton Jones. Batting fifth, number seven at first base, Cooper Vest. Batting sixth, number 24, and at second base is Brayden Mondu. Batting seventh, number eight, the extra hitter. Remember, BYU will bat 10 in this game, is Cutter Clausen. We saw Cutter in game number one on the mound. Batting eight, number six, the designated hitter is Dawson Hall. Batting ninth, the catcher, number 27, Gavin Taylor. And batting 10th, Number 26 in right field is Keone Painter. So that is your lineup for the BYU Cougars, and they will be facing on the mound Jackson Elder. Jackson Elder is on the mound right now. A couple of warm-up tosses as he gets ready to face this BYU lineup. Elder looks to be done. And here we go. Crew McChesney making his way to the batter's box. And we're getting set for game number two. And, of course, the name McChesney makes you think of BYU football. No question about it. Crew is all in on baseball. And he's going to lead things off. The first pitch, swing and a miss for strike one. Playing mostly center field, and that's where he will be defensively in this game as well. And he looks at strike two, so no balls and two strikes. O2 pitch. Inside, one and two. Fastest guy on the team. This guy's got speed for days. I'm actually hoping at some point he hits a slow roller on the infield and I get to see him run out a, a single. Swing and a miss, and that's a strikeout of Crew McChesney, and it's out number one here in the top of the first inning. That'll bring in Riker Scow. Saw Riker in game number one. Game number one, he was in right field. Now he's moved to the other corner outfield spot, defensively at left field, batting second in the order. And the first pitch from Elder. Low and outside. Lights are on here at Smith Ballpark. Pitch inside, now 2-0. Crew Robinson due up next for the Cougars. Temperatures dropping. 
Getting later in the evening. i got to say, though, most of the fans stayed here for game two. 2-0 pitch, foul back to the screen, and it's 2-1. and one. Scow, 0 for 3 in game number one, so looking for his first hit. Described as a hard worker. Coaches love that. And he looks at ball three, so 3 and 1. One out, base is empty. 3-1 count to Scow. Elder kicks and delivers the 3-1 pitch. Foul out of play. And it's full count. Roberts, Duffalo, and Hamilton are in the outfield for Utah from left to right. Flaherty, Jackson, Fry, and Thomas around the horn on the infield. Quinn catching Elder. And that ball chopped foul, and we'll do it again, 3-2. and two. So certainly different lineups for both teams here in game number two. And there will certainly be substitutions throughout, just like we saw in game number one. But when you're playing 14 innings, you've got an opportunity to see a lot of players in action today. Payoff pitch. Strike three looking, and Scal thought he had a walk. Instead, he was rung up, and that's back-to-back strikeouts from Jackson Elder to begin game two here in the top of the first. So bases empty and two outs for Crew Robinson. First pitch from Elder in for strike one. one pitch and that misses even the count at one and one one ball one strike two away the pitch fouled up and over the screen and landed not too far from our broadcast location one and two the count a ball Got away from the bullpen and rolling around behind home plate. And they'll have to get that out of play before play will resume. Head coach Trent Pratt out of the dugout, gets the baseball and tosses it back in. Check swing, and Robinson could not hold up. He struck out, and I'm not sure the Utes realized that that was the final out of the inning. That's three strikeouts for Jackson Elder, and the Cougars go in order one, two, three. We'll head to the home half of the first. We are scoreless in game number two on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Bottom of the first inning, game number two between BYU and the University of Utah here from Smith's Ballpark. Jason Shepard with you. Candon Daly will be BYU's starting pitcher here in game number two. And if that name sounds familiar, there's good reason for that. And as the cousin of former BYU pitcher Nate Daly, Nate in the minor league system for the Tampa Bay Rays. Candon, a righty, played at the College of Southern Idaho, so played at CSI, a power arm, and he's a big guy. 6'6", 240 pounds. Uh, right now he profiles towards the back end of the rotation. Uh, but he's going to get uh, an opportunity to start game number two. BYU did not score in the top of the first. Utah now leading things off with Kai Roberts. 
And if you listen to any of game number one, Kai Roberts was a problem. And the first pitch, a swing and a fly ball to left field. One pitch, one out. And that is a big improvement from what we saw in game number one. They got him out once out of five appearances, and he destroyed BYU with uh, four hits and four RBI. So to get him out in the bottom of the first is huge. That'll bring in Core Jackson. Jackson. Ground ball finds a hole into right field. So a one-out single for Core Jackson. That'll bring in Landon Fry. Fry came in as a pinch hitter as the DH in game number one. He's starting game number two, uh, batting third and playing second base. Defensively for the Cougars will go in the outfield left to right. Scow, McChesney, and Keone Painter. Jones at third, Robinson at short, Mondu at second, Vest back at first, Gavin Taylor is the catcher, catching Candon Daly. There was a delay in play. I think they had some uh, equipment issues they had to take care of, and now play set to resume. Runner at first, one out here in the bottom of the first inning. Dally's pitch, low and away, doesn't get the call. And it's one ball and no strikes. Dally, quick throw over to first. Nice move over to first base. Jackson able to get back to the bag in time. Kind of a big sweeping move over to first. The 1-0 pitch. On its way to Fry. Another pitch low and away, and it's 2-0. want to thank one of our great sponsors, doTERRA. doTERRA, proud sponsor of the BYU baseball team. 2-0 pitch to Fry. Fly ball foul and into the seats in right field. So 2-1. Just underway here in game number two. Another seven innings. And another throw over to first. And another close play. Vest... Had the ball dislodged from his glove. Had he been able to hang on to it, there may have been an out there at first. Home plate umpire asked for some new baseballs. And now Candon Daly back out on the mound. Looks at the pitch call. And is set to deliver the 2-1 to Fry. Fly ball to right field. Painter moves over to his right, makes the catch out number two. Runner tags on his way to second, sliding in, not safely. Perfect throw. The tag was placed. Good defense by the Cougars. And Jackson out at second, and that will end the inning. And a zero on the board in the bottom of the first. We'll head to the second, scoreless on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Top of the second inning. 
BYU, no score. Utah, no score. Utah does have the lone hit in this game so far. New pitcher out on the mound. I believe that is number 30. Should be Carter Wall. He's finishing up some pre-inning tosses. It's either 30 or 38. Could be Billy Bird. It's not the uh, the clearest of numbers from this distance. And leading off for the Cougars is Easton Jones. Cougars went in order in the top of the first. And the first pitch to Easton on its way. And it's right down the middle for strike one. A swing and a foul. No balls and two strikes. Cougars looking to bounce back after dropping game number one, 13 to 1. Appreciate you tuning in to BYU Baseball here in October on a Friday night. How about that? The 0-2 pitch. And Easton Jones picks up BYU's first base hit, a liner into right field, a bobble by the right fielder Hamilton, and Jones is now going to stand at second base and is in scoring position. My guess is if we had an official score here, that would be a single and then an error on the right fielder. But for the sake of me scoring it myself... I'm going to go with a double. How about that? I get to choose because there is no official score here tonight. BYU looking to get on the board first. That'll bring in Cooper Vest. Coop looks at a pitch off the plate. Ball one. BYU is out hitting game number one, 17-4. Right now, one and one. Hits all tied up. The pitch to Vest, and it's a good pitch. Coop takes it, but it's called strike one. BYU once again going with 10 in the lineup. Utah, like they did in game number one, just hitting nine. 1-1 pitch. Took something off of it. Swing and a miss, and it's uh, strike two to Cooper Vest, the BYU first baseman. Braden Mondu due up next for the Cougars. First time we're seeing Braden. Also for the first time, we'll see Gavin Taylor and Keone Painter. Dawson Hall, first time we'll see him in this game, but certainly not the first time we'll see him as a BYU Cougar. 1-2 pitch, and it's a strikeout of Cooper Vest. That is four strikeouts for Utah pitching and one out here in the top of the second. Second baseman, number 24, Braden Mondu. Braden Mondu. Mondu spelled M-O-N-D-E-A-U. Came to BYU from Pima Community College in Tucson. First pitch to Braden, and he looks at strike one. Braden and his Pima Community College team a game away from going to the Juco World Series. A ton of power to right center. So maybe see that on display here. 0-1 pitch to Mondu. 
pitch inside and a hearty cut. And it's now 0-2 on Mondu. And he's a solid infielder, too. Defensively, he is at second base today. And I, I was told he's a solid infielder and he makes every play he's supposed to. 0-2 pitch. And that is a strikeout. Back-to-back strikeouts from Utah pitching. That's five in the game so far, and it's two outs. And Utah right now trying to strand Easton Jones at second base. He got there with nobody out. He's still there, and there are two away. That'll bring in Cutter Clawson. He is designated as the extra hitter. We saw Cutter on the mound in game one. First pitch to Cutter. Just misses off the plate. Ball one. Moments away from the start of BYU women's volleyball hosting Texas Tech at Smith Fieldhouse. So we'll update you on that score once that uh, Big 12 matchup gets underway. I love saying that. 1-0 pitch. Again off the plate. And it's 2-0 to Cutter Clausen. Nobody changed uniforms. Everybody in the same uniforms. BYU in the all gray. Trimmed in navy blue. 2-0 pitch, swing and a miss, strike one. Utah, gray pants, black tops, trimmed in red and white. Two outs, runner at second. That is Easton Jones. 2-1 pitch. On its way, off the plate again. 3-1 and one to Cutter Clausen. If Cutter can reach base, the designated hitter, Dawson Hall, due up next for the Cougars. Two away. Top of the second, no score. 3-1 pitch. And it's ball four. And we will see Dawson Hall. That is the first walk we've seen in game number two. So runners at first and second for BYU. And Dawson Hall comes to the plate. Younger brother of former Cougar quarterback. And now Minnesota Viking quarterback, Jaron Hall. What a great family, the Hall family. Jaron, the third-string quarterback in Minnesota. First pitch to Dawson. Swing and a miss. Took something off that pitch. BYU with an opportunity to get on the board first here in the second. Easton Jones is at second base. Runner at first, and Dawson Hall goes the other way down the left field line, but it slices foul, and it's 0-2. Gavin Taylor, the catcher, would bat next if the inning is extended. He's in the batter's box but has his uh, catcher's gear from the waist down. Foul tip, as you could hear. 0-2, the count stays to Dawson Hall. Both teams with a hit. Utah with an error, no errors for BYU. Utah committed an error in the first game as well. 0-2 pitch, off the plate, 1-2, good eye from Dawson Hall. Mentioned it a few times, join me tomorrow along with Hans Olsen. We'll have Cougar pregame live for you as BYU football travels to Fort Worth to take on TCU, 11.30 a.m. Mountain Time. Get you ready for the Cougars and the Horn Frogs. 1-2 pitch. Popped it up on the infield. 
or excuse me, in foul territory behind home plate, up and over the screen, and it's one ball and two strikes to Dawson Hall. Lawson at first, Jones at second, two outs, and a 1-2 pitch to Hall. Again off the plate, Utah wanted that pitch, did not get the call, and it's 2-2. Two and two. This has been a really good, patient at bat from Dawson Hall. 2-2 two, two pitch on its way. Foul tip by Dawson, stays alive. Really good battle here. And the ball's just sitting behind the home plate umpire and didn't notice that the baseball was still there. Gavin Taylor runs over and gets it out of play. So we'll do it again. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. The 2-2 pitch to Hall. And it's a strikeout of Dawson Hall. And the Cougars will strand two. And we'll head to the bottom of the second inning, still scoreless from Salt Lake City on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's Jason Shepard. Welcome back to Smith's Ballpark. We're in the bottom of the second inning of Game 2 of a doubleheader here in the fall between BYU and Utah. We are scoreless, each team with a hit. And a new pitcher for the Cougars is Max Stanley. And the first pitch to T.J. Clarkson is a swing and a miss for strike one. This pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. Max Stanley, a right-handed pitcher, power arm, 92 to 95, originally committed to Texas A&M, but is here in Provo instead. And that breaking ball bounces about two feet in front of home plate, evens the count at one and one. Max is definitely in the mix for innings this year. BYU extremely happy to have him on the roster and in the program. One ball and one strike. Utah taking game one, 13 to one. We are scoreless here in game two. The 1-1 pitch fouled out of play by Clarkson. It's now 1-2 and two to the designated hitter and cleanup hitter for the Utes, T.J. Clarkson. Clarkson in game number one had an RBI single and then a two-run double as well. Mixed in with a couple of walks in between. 1-2 pitch, and it is a strikeout for Max Stanley. First batter he faces, he strikes him out, and it's out number one. Nicely done, Max Stanley. Tyler Quinn, the catcher. That is the first strikeout by any BYU pitcher here in game number two. Now granted, we're just in the bottom of the second. but Pitch high and inside and rolls all the way to the backstop. So one ball and no strikes to Tyler Quinn. Enjoy Utah Valley's food scene in downtown Provo, where 50-plus local restaurants provide a wide variety of food experiences. Find your happy here. Learn more at utahvalley.com. 1-0 pitch. Misses. It's now two balls and no strikes. Just underway at the Smith Fieldhouse. Number 9, BYU Women's Volleyball hosting Texas Tech. 2-0 2-0 pitch, also misses, so it's 3-0 and to Tyler Quinn. The Cougars in Provo right now leading Texas Tech 3-0 in set number one. We'll follow this throughout the night. 
3-0 pitch. And it misses. And it's a four-pitch walk to Tyler Quinn. That'll bring in Ethan Thomas. Our first opportunity to see Ethan Thomas. Ethan Thomas from Milani, Hawaii. Junior. 6'6", First pitch inside and a great block by Gavin Taylor. Gavin will actually lead off the top of the third, so we'll get more into Gavin Taylor, but I can tell you the BYU coaches are thrilled with what they've seen from the young Gavin Taylor as well. 1-0 pitch. In there for strike one. One and one the count. Runner at first, one out. Scoreless ball game here in the bottom of the second inning. Utah taking game one, 13-1. Playing another seven innings here in game number two. Stanley with the 1-1 pitch. Check swing. They will appeal. First base umpire says he went around. Strike two. Could not hold up. The pitch was low, but... Thomas could not hold up on the swing. So, one ball and two strikes to Ethan Thomas. Stanley kicks and delivers off the plate. Thomas doesn't chase, and it's two and two. BYU two and one against the University of Utah last year. Two of the three games played in Provo the year before that. Two of the three games were played here in Salt Lake City. 2-2 pitch, and it's wild. It rolls all the way to the backstop. And the runner, Tyler Quinn, now standing at second base with one out. And it's a full count, 3-2. and two. Last year as a team, BYU hit 289 and 81 home runs. Pitching staff, a team ERA of 7.47. But a lot of guys from that team are gone. 21 new players on the roster this year. Payoff pitch. Pitch inside, check to swing, but they'll ring him up. That's two pitches where Ethan Thomas could not hold up on his swing, and he struck out as a result, and that's two away, and that is a big out number two for BYU and Max Stanley. That'll bring in Dakota Duffalo. Duffalo batting seventh in the order, defensively in center field for Utah. Swing and a miss on a great breaking ball by Max Stanley. BYU trying to strand the runner at second, just like Utah did to them in the previous inning. A one pitch. Misses low and away, one and one the count. Jason Shepard with you from Smith's Ballpark. Appreciate you tuning in for BYU Baseball here on the new skin BYU Sports Network. 1-1 pitch. In for strike two. Also want to thank my uh, silent analysts, Bo Shepard and Audrey Shepard, hanging out with me here in the broadcast booth tonight. 
and they're not saying anything, but just know they're great analysts. One-two pitch, and that misses, and it's two and two. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Runner at second base here in the bottom of the second inning. Stanley looks back at second base. Kicks and delivers the 2-2 pitch. In for strike three looking. And Max Stanley pumps his fist. Nice debut by Max Stanley. And he'll strand a Ute at second base. We will head to the third scoreless from Salt Lake City on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Top of the third inning, scoreless. Here in game number two of our doubleheader today in Salt Lake City, BYU 0, Utah 0. And a new pitcher for the University of Utah, Ernesto Lugo Canchola. Last season with Utah, a 2-3 and three win-loss record, an ERA of 6.85. Appeared in 22 games, started 5. And now he will face Gavin Taylor, Keone Painter, and Crew McChesney, the 9, 10, and 1 hitters for the BYU Cougars. Bam Bam's Barbecue brings you authentic Central Texas barbecue. Try our tender brisket or mouthwatering pulled pork. Bam Bam's Barbecue is located just north of BYU's campus. Bam Bam's Barbecue, a proud sponsor of BYU Athletics. Love me some Bam Bam's. Gavin Taylor, our first opportunity to see him at the plate. He and Parker Goff, who started game one, are getting most of the reps at catcher here in the fall. And the first pitch he sees is strike is a foul ball for strike one. Also, an interesting thing about Gavin Taylor, one of the two Jewish athletes at BYU. The other being BYU backup quarterback Jake Rutzloff. A one pitch. Gavin pops it up high in the night sky into shallow center. And the catch is made by Duffalo, who probably ran about 40 yards to be able to get to that ball. It looked like it may have been an easier play for Jackson at short, but the play was made by Dakota Duffalo. And Gavin Taylor is retired for out number one. But that's pretty cool. We know that uh, Jake Retzloff has talked a lot about his Jewish faith. And recently the BYU football team had a a Jewish uh, catering service come and serve them all uh, food. And so now Jake has another Jewish player on campus, Gavin Taylor. Pretty cool story. 1-0 pitch to Keone Painter. Keone was injured last year, so good to see him out there. He was fully cleared after Tommy John surgery last year from Hawaii. Really good defender, and he's in right field today defensively. And the count now to Keone at two balls and one strike. Ernesto Lugo Conchola on the mound for Utah. 2-1 pitch to Painter. This is high, and it's 3-1. and one. Bases are empty. One out. Crew McChesney, the Cougar leadoff hitter, who is 0-for-1. 
due to hit next for the Kooks. 3-1 pitch. Swing and a miss, and now it's a full count to Painter. I want to see I want to see Keone and Crew McChesney race. So those are your two fastest guys, I think. 3-2 pitch, it's a swing and a miss, and it's a strikeout for out number two. So bases are empty, and the batter will be Crew McChesney. Struck out in the first inning. We are scoreless, both teams with a hit. One error for Utah, no errors for BYU. The pitch, outside part of the plate, but gets enough of it for strike one. An update on BYU women's volleyball. They lead 15-10 over Texas Tech in set number one at the Smithfield House. Ninth-ranked Cougars. 0-1 pitch, fouled out of play by McChesney. And it's 0-2 to Crew. Two Crews. Two C-R-E-W. Two guys with the name of Crew is what I'm trying to say. 0-2 pitch. I may get that infield. Ground ball to second, and I got to see exactly what I asked for. Crew McChesney turning on the Jets and running down to first. That ball was, it was hit sharply. It was hit to second base, but nobody covered first base, and Crew McChesney ran to first, and he got about three-quarters of the way there and realized he didn't need to run as fast because nobody was going to get him out. So Crew McChesney at first with a single. That's the second hit for the Cougars, and timeout has been called. Timeout has been called by Riker Scow. Time was granted. Riker stepped out and now steps back in. Riker struck out looking in the first inning. The pitch. Called strike one. So a two-out single moments ago from Crew McChesney. Riker Scow at the plate. Crew Robinson in the on-deck circle. 0-1 pitch. Check swing. The pitch was off the plate. They will appeal to first. Umpire says he did not go. And it's 1-1. One and one. Not put the ball on the scoreboard yet. Runner on the move. McChesney showing off that speed again. But the throw is in time. The tag was placed. That ball was put in the perfect spot for the shortstop Jackson to get a glove on it and immediately tag McChesney trying to steal second. That will end the inning. And we will head to the bottom of the third, still scoreless, at Smith's Ballpark on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's Jason Shepard. Bottom of the third inning, new pitcher for the Cougars. This pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. And the new pitcher for the BYU Cougars is number 40, Hayden Kuhn from Riverside Community College. As a freshman, he was the Riverside Community College ace that won the JUCO National Championship in California. 
I was told he's a, he's a smaller guy in terms of height, but has huge legs, really strong, which is basically how people describe me, which is exactly not how people describe me. I always skip leg day. And the first pitch misses for ball one. He's facing Matt Flaherty. First time we've seen Flaherty in this ball game or in game number one. We are scoreless. Coons pitch in for strike one. One ball and one strike. BYU out hitting the Utes two to one. BYU managed just one run in game number one. They lost 13 to one. The one was a solo home run from Colin Reuter. 1-1 pitch off the plate. Two balls and one strike. Two one, swing and a miss. Evens the count at two and two. Flaherty, Ty Hamilton, and then back to the top of the order and Kai Roberts. So your eight nine and one hitters do up for Utah here in the bottom of the third. Two two pitch foul back to the screen, and we'll do it again. Here the fire trucks in the background here. Smith's ballpark right around State Street and 1300 South in Salt Lake City. And Flaherty stays alive, gets a piece, fouls it back, and the count stays two balls and two strikes. Again, next year's Salt Lake Bees season will be the final season here at Smith's ballpark. Then they'll be moving out to the daybreak area in South Jordan. 2-2 pitch. Off the plate, three and two. And the hope is that within the next, uh, I don't know, maybe four to six years, we're talking about Major League Baseball here in the state of Utah. Payoff pitch on its way, and it misses low for ball four and a leadoff walk to Matt Flaherty. I've already heard interviews from the ownership group trying to bring Major League Baseball to Salt Lake City. And by the way, they not just think, they're feeling very confident about when expansion comes, Salt Lake's going to hear its name. But that the affiliation, their minor league affiliation, will be the Bees. That pitch off the plate to Ty Hamilton. I think they've already worked out something, or at least right now the Bees are the AAA affiliate of the Angels. But I think it's understood that if Salt Lake gets a Major League Baseball team, that the Bees would then become the minor league affiliate of the Utah team. 1-0 pitch. Chopper down the third baseline, and it will go foul. So it's 1-1. One and one. The mere thought that Salt Lake City and the state of Utah could get a Major League Baseball team, I never thought that was a possibility. And it feels like there is a significant chance that within the next decade, we in the state of Utah, not only do we have the NBA with the Jazz, we have MLS with Real Salt Lake, but we could have an NHL team and Major League Baseball. Just the, the thought alone is unbelievable. Throw over to first base. Runner was really not showing chance of going. That is Flaherty who is at first after the walk. 
1-1 pitch. Another foul ball. This off to the third base side again. So it's 1-2 and two to Ty Hamilton. Kai Roberts in the on-deck circle for Utah. Larry H. Miller group trying to get Major League Baseball. Ryan Smith, the owner of the Jazz, trying to get the NHL. And I think everybody involved on both sides feel very confident. Time will certainly tell, but I certainly uh, I'm all for it. One ball, two strikes. The one-two pitch. Lined into shallow left. It will fall in front of Scow. And the first two have reached. One via the walk. And now Ty Hamilton with a single. So Utah threatening here in the bottom of the third with two on and nobody out. That'll bring in the dangerous Kai Roberts. He was retired in the first, but was a major thorn in BYU's side in game number one. In game number one, this was his uh, his stat line, a double, a two-run single, an RBI double, an RBI single, and then finally a strikeout. Four RBI in game one. The first pitch is a good one. It is a strike. Hayden Kuhn, the righty on the mound. Came to Provo from Riverside Community College. The 0-1 pitch doesn't get the call. Pitch looked good. My guess is the home plate umpire thought it was just a bit too low. So it's one ball and one strike. Kuhn looks back at second. Gives it a second look, kicks and delivers the 1-1 pitch to Roberts. Roberts with a base hit the other way, past the diving Easton Jones at third, into the corner in left. One run will score, two runs will score, and it is a two-run double from Kai Roberts, and Utah jumps on the board first. It's 2-0 Utah here in the bottom of the third. Man, alive. Kai Roberts loves to play the Cougars. That'll bring in Core Jackson. Jackson is one for one with a single. Still nobody out. Roberts now in scoring position at second. A step off by Kuhn, turns around, does not make a throw to second, but it moves Roberts back to the bag. Let's check in on BYU women's volleyball. In set number one, Cougars up on Texas Tech, 22-19. Kuhn, the pitch low, ball one to Core Jackson. Two-nothing Utah. They've now retaken the lead in hits as well, three to two. Kuhn delivers in the dirt. Ball two. Roberts was showing some activity at second base. Landon Fry on deck for Utah. Scow, Robinson, and Jones do up for the Cougars when we reach the fourth. 1-1 pitch, fouled out of play. 
scoreboard showing one and one, but I believe that it's two and one. Again, we have no official stats. There's no stat broadcast or anything like that. So Kuhn spins around, fakes a throw to second base. Roberts dives back, and they're going to call a balk. They're going to call Kuhn for a balk. In fact, they, they may actually make that. They're, they're going to take it back. I don't know if I've ever seen that before. They called a balk on Kuhn. Roberts went to third. The home plate umpire conversed with the first base umpire from a distance, and then he said, my bad, my bad, and sent Roberts back to second base. I have never seen a balk called, and then they say, never mind, and he just go back. 1-1 one, one pitch off the plate. And there was a discrepancy in the scoreboard because that was ball four. So it is a walk to Core, or excuse me, Core Jackson. Two runs are already in here in the bottom of the third. Still nobody out. Runners at first and second. And Landon Fry at the plate. And he looks at strike one. Good pitch from Kuhn. With the changeup, 78. The 0-1 pitch. Doesn't get the call too far off the plate. And it's 1-1. One and one. T.J. Clarkson, the cleanup hitter. Two to hit next for Utah. Boy, Kuhn would love to get a double play and get two outs here. 1-1 pitch. Runners both on the move, and the hit and run works. Base hit into left field. One run will score. Going first to third is Core Jackson. Runners on the corners. Nobody out, and it's now 3-0 Utah. So an RBI single. Scores Kai Roberts from second. Jackson goes first to third. So Jackson is at third. Fry is at first. Still nobody out. And the batter, the designated hitter and cleanup hitter, T.J. Clarkson. And BYU in Provo took set number one over Texas Tech 25-21. Coons first pitch to Clarkson off the plate, ball one. There is activity in the BYU bullpen. The, I, the plan coming into today was that each inning would have its own pitcher. Now there are guys that are available to come in in each individual inning if needed, but the idea was to give each pitcher the entire inning. In the first game, that's the way it played out. We'll see if there are any deviations to that here in game number two. Two balls and no strikes. The count to Clarkson. Still nobody out. Utes with runners at first and third. 2-0 pitch. Again, a close play, but doesn't get the call. Got a couple of close pitches that could have gone either way, and the home plate umpire did not give Kuhn the call. 3-0. And it's ball four, and the bases are loaded with nobody out. And now Utah has an opportunity to really break this game wide open. And timeout is called. Pitching coach Abe Alvarez pops out of the dugout, and he'll head out to the mound, as will the entire Cougar infield.
Going to have a quick conversation, and now we may have a second pitcher beginning to warm up in the BYU bullpen, which is just to the side of right field in foul territory. There's no actual pin. Coach Alvarez, in his second season as the pitching coach and recruiting coordinator for the Cougars, He's done conversing with his pitcher and infield and now back into the BYU dugout. That'll bring in the catcher, Tyler Quinn. Bases are full with Utes and nobody out. Three runs already have scored in the inning. First pitch, and it's a good one from Kuhn, strike one. No balls and one strike. The 0-1 pitch. Chopped foul. Strike two. Getting that first out would be huge in this inning. Maybe one of those situations where you get the first and then kind of the pressure comes off. Even though you're dealing with a bases loaded situation, you get that first one and then who knows, maybe a ground ball gets you double play and get out of the inning. 0-2 pitch. Foul ball right in front of the Utah dugout. And the count stays, no balls, and two strikes. O2 pitch. Coon kicks and delivers off the plate. One and two. BYU Athletics would like to recognize Intermountain Health for being tonight's game sponsor. We thank them for being an important part of our team. Intermountain Health, the official medical provider of BYU Athletics. One two pitch. Foul out of play, this time off to the right side. And we'll do the one two pitch thing all over again. Three runs have scored for Utah here in the bottom of the third. They lead 3-0. They took game one 13-1. One, two pitch. And it's a strikeout of Tyler Quinn and a big out number one for Hayden Kuhn. And we're going to have an in-inning pitching change. This pitching change is brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. We'll be back with a new BYU pitcher. There is one out and bases loaded here in the bottom of the third. It's 3-0 Utah on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's Jason Shepard. New pitcher for the BYU Cougars, Jake Porter. Porter coming in and getting his... Eight pitches as he warms up, taking over in the inning from Hayden Kuhn. The situation that Jake will inherit here in the bottom of the third inning is Utah leading 3 nothing. There is one out, and the bases are loaded. And first baseman, Ethan Thomas, coming to the plate. Thomas struck out in the second inning. 
and was extremely aggressive in his first plate appearance. That may be something that Porter can take advantage of in this at bat. What you'd really like to have happen is to get the double play ball and get out of this inning and keep it 3 nothing. Again, our pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. First pitch, misses low and away, ball one. Jake, tonight, is wearing number 29. Last year, in the last couple of seasons with BYU's, wore number 42. I don't know if that is a number change or just something for the scrimmage tonight. And he falls behind, two balls and no strikes. One out, bases are loaded. The 2-0 pitch. Strike one. Good pitch from Jake Porter. See Jake and his lovely wife out on walks quite a bit around Provo. They uh, they happen to live near where I uh, drive to get to work, so I'll see him out and about quite a bit. And the 2-1 pitch misses. It's 3-1. and one. Jake's a good guy. I enjoy being around Jake. Three and one the count, and the pitch. And it's a base hit into right field. One run will score, and they'll hold up the rest of the runners. Didn't want to force an out. So it is an RBI single for Ethan Thomas, and the lead is now 4 nothing Utah. That'll bring in the center fielder, Dakota Duffalo, struck out looking in the second. Still bases loaded and one out. Jake looks down to get the pitch call. Sets and delivers to Taylor. Gavin Taylor, the Cougar catcher, catches the pitch high for ball one. pitch and that misses it's 2-0 and BYU's asking where that pitch was and the home plate umpire says I don't want to hear it I agree with the BYU dugout 2-0 pitch foul back 2-1 scoreboard says 1-1 but the count should be 2-1 bases are loaded one out Utah already on top, 4-0. They won game one, 13-1. pitch, or 3-1 pitch, rather. So the count, three balls and one strike. No place to put him. And the pitch, swing and a miss, and the count is full, 3-2. and two. Pitch from Porter, 89 miles an hour. Full count. Payoff pitch on its way, and it's a base hit through the four hole and into right field. 
One run will score, and they'll hold up the runners again. So it's back-to-back RBI singles from Ethan Thomas and Dakota Duffalo, and Utah's lead is 5-0. And the batter will be Matt Flaherty, batting for the second time in the inning. So the Utes have hit around here in the third inning. Remember, playing seven. We played seven in game one, going with another seven here in game number two. Base is still loaded, and a liner into right center. That will get down. One run will score. Two runs will score. It's a two-run double for Flaherty, and it's 7-0 Utah. Flaherty with a walk, and now a double that scored two. Seven runs on seven hits, and still only one out. Two on, Utah with runners at second and third, and back to Ty Hamilton. Hamilton with a single in this inning. And a swing and a miss for strike one. And timeout was called. And Hamilton is going to go over and have a quick conversation about how they want to play this. Hamilton defensively in right field. And now making his way back to the batter's box. He's a left-handed hitter. And the 0-1 pitch fouled back. And he falls behind 0-2. Kai Roberts due up next. No balls, two strikes, one out. Two in scoring position. The 0-2 pitch fouled off to the left side. And the count stays 0-2. Porter on the mound. Came into the inning in relief of Hayden Kuhn. And the 0-2 pitch off the plate. Close enough that I thought he got a piece of the plate. Home plate umpire disagrees, and it's 1-2. and two. BYU is not getting any close plays right now. And it's a strikeout of Ty Hamilton. And a good job there by Jake Porter. And now the Cougars are now away from ending this seven-run bottom of the third for Utah. Scow, Robinson, and Jones do up for BYU when we reach the fourth. Kai Roberts at the plate. First pitch to Roberts. Fouls it out of play. Strike one. Roberts flied out to left field in the first inning, and then in this third inning, a two-run double. Combining what he did in game one with what he has done so far, six RBI for Kai Roberts. A one pitch, a breaking ball bounces in front of home plate. Good thing it doesn't bounce away from Taylor. Both runners stay put, and the count is one and one. Now 
Women's volleyball in set number two. They took set one, 25-21, and they lead Texas Tech in set two, 8-6. One, one pitch. Foul ball, pass first, and it's one and two. And Porter, a strike away from ending this third inning. Utah with runners at second and third. And two outs. They've scored seven here in the bottom of the third. One-two pitch. Roberts fouls it back to the screen, and we'll do it again. One ball, two strikes, and two outs. Fifteen seconds on the pitch clock for Jake Porter. The one, two, in for strike three, looking, and that will end the inning, but not before Utah scores seven runs, and they lead 7 nothing, heading to the fourth on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.